0: It's that simple.
1: That is that's the channel it. we like.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and this has been on since August of 2020. Yeah,
1: that's kind of recent. And look, 38,000 views with such yeah. a recent... Okay, so you cannonball is one word, because you're not a dummy, you already knew that, and then run, dash, 1981, and then an irrelevant dash at the end, Put that in your search engine, and you will find...
0: It's cool, man. It's stylistic. You got the two hyphens on either end, man. Right. It looks like a cat. Whiskers. All right, so ladies and <laughs> gentlemen, uh, as Carl just said, type, go ahead, find the link, click it, hit pause, move the timer to the left, so you have zero, zero, zero. And uh, we're very grateful. As we mentioned, Unity radio, you can just go ahead and donate. That's all we ask. That's our only ad today. To Mutiny Radio, going to Venmo and go give a uh, twenty bucks to Mutiny Radio. Uh, thank you guys so much for the GoFundMe and the uh, funds, and also thank you to the City of San and County of San Francisco yes. for helping out artists in the Bay Area. But we have reached our goals for twenty twenty, so we'll be hearing us complain in twenty twenty one. So we look forward to that uh, <laughs> doing it. So anyway, uh, we before us we had a show called The Edge of the Sanity, which I think it's on hiatus. Carl, no uh, really. This, yeah, I but they're gonna best of. So check out some best ofs, uh, and uh, it's hosted by Paul Brumbaugh, who is also our countdown king. And here he is in robot form. Please get up All for right, the. So let's Brumbaugh. get this started. I am I am ready. It was a live show. We're very excited to have Paul here as our countdown gentleman. Let's get ready to Brumba. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, let's
2: get ready to Brumba.
0: Okay, so. Let's get ready to brumba, And now, what you've all been waiting for, Master of the Descending Numerals, the Countdown King himself. Would you please welcome Mr. Paul Brumbaugh?
1: All right, guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three,
0: two, one, go. Ah, uh, the good old classic movie, 20th Century Fox logo. Nothing possibly could go wrong with this movie. <laughs> Uh-oh. There's a disturbance outside the movie house. There's a car chase on the 20th Century logo. There's a car chase on the 20th Century Fox logo. haha uh-huh, cops got it.
1: That was Burt Reynolds' laugh. We'll hear a lot of it.
0: It's nothing like hearing the stars laugh at their own movies.
1: <laughs> but that that's really is- cool. Hal Needham. I love right. Hal Needham. Mm-hmm. He was Smokey and the Bandit. He was all Burt Reynolds all the time.
0: He was all Burt Reynolds all the time. And you know what? He made a bunch of TV movies with Smokey and the Bandit without uh, Burt Reynolds. So he knew how to hang on to that property. Yeah, it was a franchise. We have an all-star cast here tonight. Uh, we want to mention that L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T, Uh, if you go over to our Facebook page, Let's Watch the Life Movie on YouTube, you'll see links. But we did a, the second unofficial second sequel of Cannonball Run, a delightful little film called Speed Zone. You remember that, Carl? 1989, and I didn't know that it was
1: unauthorized. Uh, I thought it was part of the franchise. Maybe that's why they didn't say Cannonball Run, right?
0: Right. Well, you know, the winner of the previous race in Speed Race, of course, was the winner from Cannonball Run 2. Uh-oh, she cannot drive 55, nor <laughs> can she resist tagging shit.
1: Oh, was that H- Hagar, right, Hagar?
0: Yes, yeah, mean Hagar.
1: So yeah, there was Cannonball Run in two in '84 and Speed Zone in '89, and in 2011 there was a video game, The Need for Speed, which has got the same sort of plot. But check this huh. out: um, they have bought the rights to this film, Paramount, and they're they're going to do another one.
0: Oh, great! I look yeah. forward to it at this! all sarcastic, if you, you know.
1: Yeah, Burt Reynolds, of course, won't be in it, but they'll figure it out, right? Did
0: Don right. Del- well,
1: pass away?
0: Will, will uh, Don be in it? Is he
1: gone? Did he pass?
0: Will Bianca Jagger be in it? Yeah, Ali right. Picone? Tell me, tell me. Will at least uh, who's Jimmy the, the D- Greek Snyder be in it? Oh, Carl, will Mel Tillis be in the remake? Please tell me. How about that guy? You know that guy. He's really funny. His name is uh... – Okay, let's talk seriously now.
1: Jackie Chan is still alive, okay? Yes. okay. Um, I think the son of, of – uh... gosh, is Pete F- Peter Fonda still alive? Valley Perine? I don't know if actually this might be a pretty – Terry Bradshaw is still alive. He Terry Bradshaw is still alive.
0: Uh, Alfie Wise. This is a great cast. Yeah, but Look they're this. wasted on no. this
1: film. You know, Burt Reynolds said this was his biggest mistake, this film.
0: He he doesn't he, like this
1: film? He did it for all the wrong reasons. He couldn't say no to $5 million. Now, $5 million in 84 is probably like $15 million right. today. So he couldn't say no.
0: Listen, your stunt man, who helped you since the 50s, says, I'm going to direct you in a film, and here's 15 million uh, 2020 uh, equivalent money.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're like, yeah, hell yeah. That's right. Well, you know, I love movies. And, of course, movies is short for motion picture movies because it's not like a normal picture. It's in motion. Oh, I see. I got yes, it. Yes, a movie. And this is the best movie ever made because all it is is one long car race. <laughs> Everyone's moving. Look, constantly moving. It's the perfect motion picture.
1: Okay, now Dom DeLuise is late to work. Late to work. And why is he late to work? Because his hamster had a panic attack. Now watch, funny joke, he's going to spill his coffee when Bert Reynolds screams! You're late!
0: <laughs> wow, look at Bert. he looks classic. Yeah. Um,
1: the- they um, they kept the shooting to fourteen days so it would fit with Bert's schedule. Like Hal Needham just did every, anything he could to make Bert say yes.
0: They shot this movie in two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know this is all practical effects. And we're not going to watch a single CGI shot. So people drove like cross country. How do these race movies start? They always end in Santa Monica Pier, right? Yeah, well, uh,
1: that's where we end, uh, and you brought that up in other films, too, like, a movie is cheap if it involves Santa Monica Pier.
0: I actually, uh, I I hate to say it, I just feel like it's a cheap take to go to Venice Beach and just, you know, uh, we saw the Honey and the naughty that was shot there, Uh, Southland Tales was shot there, which is an interesting but failed movie, and uh, a lot of Surf Nazis Must Die, I believe, was, was shot there, the trauma film, and... Oh, uh, roma trauma, trauma trauma yeah the trauma film <laughs> Which <Who's laughs> trauma to watch the uh uh mixed nuts with Steve Martin Romy and Michelle they lived there but I like that movie and uh Anna Carvey he one of his films he lived there you know it goes on
1: now mixed nuts I love Steve Martin is that oh I got to tell you a plot point okay he just Don DeLuise just mentioned him. And Burt Reynolds freaks out about it. Like, we don't discuss him. So, we'll see what that is later. Oh, Sammy Davis Jr. Sammy Davis Jr. And Jimmy the Greek. Yeah. Did I say his name wrong?
0: This Jimmy the Greek. Yeah, he was, Jimmy so he was a, like a New York Post columnist. He was a famous bookie who became a celebrity TV bookie during the 70s. Like, where right. Griffin would bring him on, I guess. And he'll say, oh, yeah, the Rams are a lock. Uh, right? Am I, am I breaking up the wrong tree? No, that's right. And I
1: think Jimmy the Greek was the one who, uh, said that black people are the superior athletes. And he got into a lot of trouble for saying that.
0: That's right. That was after this movie.
1: Yeah, that was after this movie. So right now they're talking about betting on, okay. Now we hear a heroic voice, which is Dom DeLuise saying, nothing can stop us now. And then there's a bunch of cops that stop them. (laughs) Bird is frustrated. Now, uh, here there is we him. Go, we don't talk about him, and we're about to meet him. Ta-da! Oh. oh my Captain
0: god. Captain
1: Chaos.
0: This film is not believable at all, Carl. That's right. Take me out to a nice dinner, and you go to the movie house, and this is the film we watch?
1: (laughs) This film did great at the box office in 81, great at the box
0: office. Well, I'll tell you the story. My brother and I saw this. My parents dropped us off in a New Jersey uh, movie multiplex. I think it was in Bergen County. Mm -hmm. And the place was packed. And when all the contestants came out to the starting line, the people in front of us said, hey, those are the winners. I saw this movie already. <laughs> and I he didn't hear it, but I heard it and it was the winners effect. So the movie was ruined for me.
1: Now, this movie ruins itself because the winners are supposed to be. Oh, I'm not even mentioning uh Dean Martin. Uh, Jimmy uh Dean Martin here. Yeah. Now we saw a movie with Dean
0: Martin. Oh uh Kiss Me Stupid. Kiss great? me
1: Stupid. One of the I love that film, Kiss Me Stupid. It was well done. Uh, it was the wife of
0: Ray. of uh, Ray Walston.
1: Well, Ray Walston was the hero, but he was the third choice, as you recall. They went through three other guys, two other guys, <laughs> before they finally settled on him.
0: And but, but what... You know what is this story interesting? Who are the two other guys? Was it David Koresh and the Unabomber? Or was it uh, Charles Ranson? And <laughs> they uh, finally
1: yeah. settled on. <laughs> Who was, this, who was the co-star in Grumpier Old Men in uh, The Odd Couple?
0: Oh, Lemon or... or yeah, uh, Jack Lemon.
1: Jack Lemon's wife was the wife in that film. That was oh. a great film. The um the one who pretended to be the wife was uh, from Jersey. She had her Jersey accent. And Dean Martin was trying to just... You he didn't know. care.
0: He was just ready to...
1: Okay, here's a funny, funny joke eh, in which... What's happening is Dom DeLuise and Bert Reynolds are trying to talk about how can they win the cannonball. They've got to have some sort of car that is not a cop magnet. As a matter of fact, it should even be um, to their advantage, you know, to get around the cops. What's happening now is he's going in to buy some beer. He's like, "You stop here. I'm going to get some beer."
0: So is this product placement in the movie? Is it Budweiser? Budweiser. It's
1: Budweiser, but I don't think it's product placement.
0: Yeah, a lot of it, like, wasn't Smokey, like, kind of smuggling Coors beer from fucking that Colorado? That was product placement. It was Coors, yeah. But it was regional back then. That was the whole myth of Coors is that it was, like, you had to, like, bootlegged out of Colorado. Like, right. Drinking it, you know. That's exactly that right. Paul Newman was... loved
1: it. Okay, now we have Roger Moore, but he's not James
0: Bond. He's He's more... Roger Moore. And so this was 80, and he still made a bunch of Bond movies after after this. Yes,
1: yes, he was including Moonraker.
0: In yeah, oh, the classic, Bond Goes to Outer Space.
1: Now, this is his name is Seymour Goldfarb Jr., and this is his mother complaining that he's always pretending to be a spy. And he, Roger Moore is essentially going to say, you know too much, mother, and he's going so to try he- to mute
0: him. Does he think he's Roger Moore, the character?
1: No, he, I don't know. He pretends that he's the movie star all the time.
0: That's funny. Put is up
1: it, audio because board... he goes, in my business. Uh. See the gun? Yeah.
2: Under your pillow this morning, what is the meaning of this? The meaning, mother dear, is a quick death. Yeah, see? <laughs>
0: Wasn't he in Boat trip? No,
2: listen, listen. I don't want
0: to hear anymore. <laughs> All right, again. You see, in my business, even the future's family relationships aren't forever. Babish Doo doo doo, boo boo. No. Zika Zika, mama. Bang! <laughs>
2: Boy, where did I go wrong?
0: You know? Oh, no. I, uh,
1: he said yeah. it wasn't worth a farthing and back then there wasn't yeah. the euro yet and and that was a german penny essentially uh okay so now burt reynolds and dom Deloise, and they're the stars of our film even though it's star-studded they're again on another crazy vehicle trying
0: to DeLuise. figure out yeah.
1: what's the best way to go across country
0: crazy vehicle indeed they're on a boat and prior to that i on a boat and prior to that they were on a airplane Prior to that, they were on a car. They're a race car, a race car. So they're racing themselves to the race.
1: No, they, it's still not time for the race. They're trying to come up with what would be the best vehicle to not be a cop, cop magnet and even evade the cops. <laughs> and they get an idea right now.
0: Inside the ambulance. I wonder what yeah. it is. My now
1: let's. He's going to do a stupid laugh, so we should listen. I don't want to. Right. How far is the hospital?
2: About 10 miles.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: How long would it take to get there? About 45 minutes. You can smoke through traffic like shot through a gun in this thing. So
1: that tells them hey, they get an idea. We could be an ambulance.
2: Uh huh. And we could so drive down. There
0: we go. Oh, there's a left.
1: All right. Okay, so, Bert Reynolds oh, no. is so in love with himself.
2: Jackie Chan, you know,
1: he yeah. thinks that that's so funny, and so does everyone around him, including the director. That laugh you do is great.
0: Oh, you know, he sold tickets that laugh. People just wanted to watch him laugh. <laughs> All right. So, this is uh, finally we get to Jackie. Yeah, yeah we, we did. see. There was a the financing. Uh, there was a Hong
1: Kong uh, company called Golden Harvest Films, Sure. It was a 20th Century Fox distributed, but the money was Golden Harvest Films. They agreed to do this if Jackie Chan could be in it.
0: Oh yeah, well he was the main uh, title, he was the main star when they when they uh, showed it theatrically. He was on the poster and everything.
1: Well, this was this is his only his second uh, Hollywood movie. We did the
0: we did the first one, the big brawl. You weren't there that night. It was a uh, 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 special guest. Hatch was here.
1: Ah, Hatch,
0: I love him. The oh, big
1: brawl, him. it's called. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and it was uh, a gangster movie with roller skating and him doing like, uh, you know, martial arts. It was terrific. That was it, it made absolutely no sense. There was a big like old timey boxer at the end, and he had to fight him. Like it was, uh, you know, the ones with the mustache curls and they they box circular motion.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So what we're getting now is funny jokes that, like, everything's screwing up, and the car isn't working, and then it's malfunctioning. Okay, now we're going to get Jamie Farr.
0: From MASH. TV's now, MASH.
1: Right. But the thing is, this is all before our modern age of, of post nine eleven. you know? So we're going to uh-huh. get, like, you, you can't believe he's saying, I spit in a thousand camel's eyes and all this stuff that's like, you. I don't think you would do it today.
0: Oh, no. Well, yeah, you do. And then you'd be like, we're politically incorrect. <laughs> Cancel our culture. <laughs> By the way, that's my voice for any time. anyone who does that.
1: I just uh, put on Facebook, cancelers should be canceled. Mind your business.
0: You know, I, I read that. I'm, a, I'm upset, Carl.
1: I didn't get my big reaction I was hoping for. I was hoping they would all <laughs> pile on me.
0: You're like now, I wanted a million likes, and all you got was five hundred oh, thousand. I thought
1: it was yeah. going to be fights, like angry, like yeah. Yeah. as if as if I was a uh, a boomer, you know, uh-huh. speaking my mind. Now she's famous, and I don't know who it is. I should yeah. know.
0: Yeah, well, 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 welcome to us. Jamie Farr's character was in all three movies, including Speed Zone, and that's the reason yep. why Speed Zone is connected to these films. He won the second race in Cannibal Run Two, and then Ken, and Speed Zone. When we watched it, he yeah. was at the beginning at the party. You're like, ah, oh, here's previous year's winner. And he's like, yeah, that's right. I'm dancing like an old time boxer.
2: Woo-hoo.
0: Now Uh-oh. this is Bert Bert Convy. And he was like a game show
1: host. And he was in also, he was in Semi Tough, which I think was another Burt Reynolds.
0: Another Burt Reynolds movie.
1: The World According to Garp, The Shaggy DA. Oh,
0: I love Shaggy DA.
1: Yeah. And, um, but he was also a games, what he is is here is like a multi million dollar millionaire. Today's world would be a billionaire. And here he is doing crazy things like parachuting with a motorcycle.
0: And there's, like, people there, like, ah, oh, hope that motorcycle doesn't hit me in the head. Check out that. It's Richard Branson, ladies and gentlemen. I opened up a Virgin Megastore. <laughs> it's it's, it's yeah, Virgin. It's Virgin. That's a good, good
1: parallel. That's what they're trying to do here.
0: God, so here is definitely a promo. Hawaiian top, tropics is everywhere in this film.
1: Now, this is Lock, Stock, and Barrel. It's like a a motor-in kind of place, and it's where the real race, the first race ever actually started in New York City, but the other one started in Connecticut at this place, Lock, Stock, and Barrel. And the guy who wrote this right? his idea. Brock Yates is the guy who wrote it. This whole race was his idea.
0: Oh, damn it. Look, oh, there's the Hawaiian Tropics models. Now put up the
1: sound because he stutters. Terry Bradshaw. There he is. Perfect.
0: That's
2: better than how to die back. I know. But the only problem we got now is we have
1: to go. Now this is a very successful football player, Terry Bradshaw. He is a... Commentator today, and he's always been the crazy one. And the other is guy crazy. is Mel Tillis, who was a serious uh, country music singer. And when he sings, he does not stutter.
0: Oh, but he does have a stutter? Oh,
1: a oh. crazy stutter. Here's Farrah oh. Fawcett.
0: Oh, she is be- literally behind the camera this time. It ah. was a turn. Oh, looking good, Carl. Nice hair.
1: Now she loves trees, and they're making fun of tree hugger kind of liberal people here. Oh yeah. Uh, and he's a um, uh, lumberjack. <laughs> this guy is somehow he's part of some government organization, and he's gonna go up there and rave against the car. And when he does, a car will crash into his little. To <laughs> Carl, let's
0: you, you're not really and listen. Someone already ruined this movie for me. All right, thirty five years ago.
1: Right in the beginning.
0: Al-Azhi, yeah. No, 38 9 years ago. Sorry.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Right? 29 years ago. My math. 29 years ago. Well, you know, The Cannibal Run 2 is the last movie that had Frank Sinatra, Dino, and Sammy Davis Jr. in it.
1: Which one? Cannibal 2 had those?
0: Yeah. I they show- have
1: never seen these except for Speed Zone, which you made me watch. <laughs>
0: Well, Hal Needham is, like, a, he's a famous stuntman, but he, to my eyes, he's one of the best directors out there. And in the early 80s, he made 10 films, most of them with Burt Reynolds, like the yeah. Stroker Ace. Uh, right. Smoking the Bandits. And I think the third one, they even had him. I'm not sure if Needham directed it, but he was a uh, Burt Reynolds' stunt double during the 50s. But he wrote a book recently. He passed away, but about maybe 10 years ago, he wrote a book. My life is a stuntman, and explained how in the 50s what he did as a stuntman didn't really touch his directing, I guess. But he Uh. was brought up on Carson, like, as a stuntman. And they talked to him, like, that's the director of fucking Stroker A. Show some respect to But they had like Johnny Carson, uh, uh, I guess it was archival, it was before the 80s. But he was like, Yeah, uh, let's get a stuntman out here. And it was Hal Needham, but his humor is really like just uh. You know, it's kind of, I don't know, it's dumb. but It's funny, but it's dumb.
1: <laughs> One of the things Hal Needham did was put bloopers in the closing credits. He did it for Smokey and the Bandit 2. And Jackie Chan says this inspired to do this at the end of most of his films.
0: Yeah. Well, those, those outtakes are the ones where he gets injured. Like he jumps through the, in between runs of, of a ladder and misses. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Already yeah. he hits a oh, uh, fire escape. Oh,
1: a woman becomes quadriplegic because of this film, Mike. It really happened. She was a a German woman. She was a a, a Olympic skier, oh, and wow. yeah, uh, she was in one of the stunt cars blowing smoke so that it looks like it was on fire. And uh-huh. it was an Austin Martin, and it had faulty brakes and bad steering. And the Is driver that I'm not sure will uh-huh. watch for it. But she yeah. becomes quadriplegic and she changes the industry because they have to get special insurance
0: nowadays
1: and they can, you know, they're very careful with the stunt people, all because she sued the pants off them. Star That's, Trek Connection.
0: Sorry. Oh, all right. What was he in?
1: He was the murderer in in, in the original series. I forget the episode's name now. This guy's impersonating Nixon. It's supposed to be very funny. Burt Reynolds is loving it.
0: Oh, yeah. He loves that, man. this is where Burt gets it.
1: So now our Star Trek connection is like, this man is hurt. You guys are ambulance drivers, and we know they're not, right? You guys are medics. And so Burt Reynolds is like, it's our day off.
0: Yeah. You're asking me, Burt Reynolds, to work? Have you seen any of my last 30 films? I haven't worked a day of my life. The late Burr Reynolds, the guy the rest of his soul. Listen,
1: he did a good job in his films. He wasn't a...
0: He's a star. He like wasn't Bruce Willis screen.
1: walking through it.
0: Yeah, well, at one point, Bruce just... You, the appeal of seeing Bruce Willis on, on screen kind of diminished, you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this is like Mad 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 World, where they get... Uh, uh, Jim uh, a plane, and Rooney <laughs> and uh, uh, Buddy Hackett, they're like, they needed a plane, so they wake him up at the country club, and he's drunk, and he flies the plane, and of course he's drunk, and the plane crashes. <laughs> Roadrunner. Feel free to sing the Roadrunner uh, Wiley Coyote Show theme Catches song.
1: Yeah, but that's really, that's for the movie Wallflowers.
0: Oh or right. Daryl <laughs>
1: Hannah's the not the mom, right? Not the mom. Right. When she says, you know. Beep,
2: beep, I, beep, pew.
0: Listen, you're my mother. Oh.
1: Mimi. <laughs> Road runner. Ah!
0: So what, this what? is the actual place, right?
1: Yeah, this is the actual place in Connecticut where the Listen, I got to say that. Let me talk about that. This guy Brock uh Yates who wrote this, he was a writer for Car and Driver magazine, and he came up with the idea of the cannonball run in the real world. Um, It was called, uh, well, I'll tell you in a minute, but he was the one one who said, now it was from New York to L.A., which makes more sense. I don't know why it was Connecticut. That's deeper in. Connecticut is the
0: tri-state area. That's New York.
1: But if you're thinking East Coast to West Coast, why start in Connecticut? which is on the East Coast... Uh,
0: Is the traffic different? Do they try can't stand driving 55?
1: (laughs) I don't know. The thing is that Route 80 starts in... I, I don't know. I don't know why it wasn't New York to L.A. from then on, but it wasn't. He came up with the idea It was after Ernest Cannonball Baker, who drove across country in 1927 and made it in 60 hours. He wrote a book about it called Sunday Driver. um, And he was going to make a film based on the book called The Cannonball. This was the name of the race originally. Cannonball Baker, Sea to Shining Sea Memorial Trophy Dash.
0: Too long. Can't fit in the marquee. (laughs) 120 characters that's the max okay
1: now the speech guy is really upset that the speech got interrupted uh so he's trying he's spying (laughs) to find out who did it and he Uh finds out it's this cannonball run so he makes it his mission to
0: destroy the cannonball run so you know there wasn't there a 70s movie called cannonball which is about a a, uh of of a race like this?
1: Yeah, there was Cannonball and there was the Gumball Rally and they I were just yeah, and they were inspired by, they really weren't the Cannonball
0: Run films. And then of course there's Death Race 2000, which is kind of just the celebration of those uh, races.
1: Which was with um, uh, Rocky Balboa. Right. And he hits a woman in it, he hits a woman in it.
0: Well, he's a gangster, you know, his character hit the woman, you know, the oversized suit suit, and he's got the knives on his grill, literally knives on his grill as he drives through. That was heady times 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. It's amazing that like 20 years ago, well, 40 years ago, it was Cannibal Run, and then in 2020, it was like, in 2000, it was like, you know, carnage. So these are the sexy sirens, these two. They're like super good racers, but they use their, uh, uh, cherry cleavage, the cleavage. Yeah. But did she twist the cherry
1: stem that scene? Yes. Their plot to get rid of the cops is every time there's a cop, they'll just sort of unzip their jumpsuit and their boobs will kind of be showing and they're right. it were at least in the script, all the cops, let them go.
0: That's probably why the script got made into the movie. They said, that's it. That's all we need to read. Thank you. Thank you. I'll need them. You know we need him
1: Now Burt Reynolds falls in love with Farrah Fawcett.
0: Oh. Wait till uh, uh, Lonnie Anderson hears about that. Oh, oh yeah. I'll trouble at These are like two posters in your bedroom having sex, girl. Remember you got your Burt Rettles poster and your Farrah Fawcett poster? Now, Farrah Fawcett became famous because of her poster in
1: which her nipples were showing. That was a real thing. In the the time in which that poster was out, they were bleeping uh, Charlie Daniels' band because they said bitch. And they were bleeping Hall & Oates, right? right? And radio was the popular radio, not FM. It was just a different time. And I, I really
0: song, if I may. Mm-hmm. Why you gotta be so rude? I'm gonna you know, you know, yeah. bury that anyway. bit. Really crude song from uh, Charlie Daniels. I, I, I was disappointed, you know, and I don't I don't encourage that song. Understood. Um, yeah. Well, I'm gonna bury her anyway.
1: I'm gonna bury that girl. <laughs> bury her anyway. <laughs> no matter what you say. Okay, so. Now, Farrah Fawcett is being a ditz, and Burt Reynolds is being all coming on to her. And, <laughs> you know, the thing is, Farrah Fawcett just sort of looks like a normal girl. But in the day, she was this big sex starlet. So that's why they're – remember her in Logan's Run?
0: Yeah, she she's She had there. any part. Yeah. Thank goodness she was under 30. Years. That would have been the end of Farrah Fawcett in that movie. She's from Corpus uh, Christi, Texas. Well, you know the lighting and the Vaseline on the on the cameras. I'm sure Reynolds was jealous. <laughs> He's like, I want the backlighting.
1: So now, Burt Reynolds is like, Get out of here! You bother me. Okay. So the ambulance must be staffed appropriately to fool any police officers who might pull them over. So they need a a, a doctor, right? And right. they haven't found one. And it's it's um, uh, it's Dom DeLuise's job to find one, and they need a beautiful girl to be the patient. Yeah. of oh, Farrah Fawcett. Well, it will be Farrah Fawcett in the end, but we don't know that yet. They haven't found anyone.
0: Is it? And they're looking for a doctor in the house. Are they? How are they going to inquire about that?
1: Well, um, the doctor that he had arranged flaked out or something, so they goes. Look for where, go to where doctors are, golf courses, country clubs. And he goes, should I check the hospital? He goes, "Mm, yeah, check a hospital too.
0: I really feel like I heard Don DeLuise and Bert Reynolds. That's an excellent. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah, excellent impressions. of. uh, I thought like he would say, is there a doctor in the house? But you actually gave me the right answer, which I'll I'll rework this joke. Uh, can
1: I find this dude's name? I'm just gonna look at nope,
0: nope, nope. Oh, this guy, yeah, early 80s suit, which is like is it 70s or is it 80s? It's a three Ah, George Firth,
1: George F U R T H Firth. He was in Blazing Saddles, he was in Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, he was in Oh God, he you know, he was in Man with Two Brains, he was in a million films, and he's always uptight, like uh. Lawyer, or you know, um, administrator. He always right. plays this character.
0: He seems so frustrated when he plays him.
1: Mm-hmm. Perfect.
0: All right. Nothing's going to go wrong with this motorcycle.
1: Well, the gag of this whole thing is that the guy in the back is fat. And so as they go across country, they're doing a wheelie unintentionally.
0: Now, that is some need of humor. <laughs> I want to mention, Girl, I've also, I uh, recommend watching the DVD commentary by the late Hal Needham. on the will run, recent release. It's really good. It's just as enjoyable as the movie. But one thing he says about Jackie Chan is that there's one scene where Jackie Chan is fighting some people, and he's like, yeah. you know, he, he's from Hong Kong, and he gets to fight with American uh, stomach, but the way he phrased it was, he gets to fight some round eyes. Oh. <laughs> so that's on the commentary track. And again, mm-hmm. But I, you know, and the one thing I never understood is like, what country is Jackie Chan from? Is he he's, China, right? But not Japan, movie, right? But in this movie, he's Japanese, right? Correct, right. correct. Or is he just happen to be in China and has an obsession with Japanese cars?
1: No, no, he is Japanese in this film
0: and
1: yeah. he's acting. But it I mean, to. I could pretend to be a guy from France, right? I mean, it's not so, right. really like, yeah, no, it's
0: not. But I don't think people said, Oh, Carl Halp, Halp sounds friends, you're hired. You know. Yeah, right. Sounds da, a little da, German da, to da, me. Da. You know, you could take a famous theme song and just change a couple notes and then it's, you know, your own song. So this movie milks it with their fake like uh James Bond song. Yeah, that's right. Exactly right. Look at Luigi. He has another <laughs> brother. That's his so- brother Carl. They don't talk about Carl.
1: There's The joke is there's no Jack here. He's
0: holding it up. Oh, thank God. Thanks, Carl. I was like, is there a joke in this movie? Boom. Dino. There is hardly
1: a joke in this movie. It's really quite bad.
0: Is that Mary Lou Henner? No. no?
1: Now, the joke here is that uh, Dean Martin's a priest, but he's chatting up girls. Right. Put on the thing. Let's hear his stutter. Put on the sound.
0: Oh, this is a joke where he uh, drinks beer on the road. All right. So I
1: tell you, Mike, I swear to God, I wish you were Johnny on the spot. I tell you all the time, turn up the sound, turn up the sound, there's a funny part. Oh. And you're always lagged. You're always we I'm meant not lagged. We I just have a different window
0: open. That's all. The media radio studio studios has only, you know, a certain
1: amount of dude, volume. dude. Next time I say in another show in the future, next time I say turn up the sound.
0: I I got it. I'm ready for you, man. We got the whole race coming. <laughs> Come on, so now the race will start,
1: okay, and the guy's giving, uh, Entra. like, the, the, the intro, right, and they're going to punch it. a ticket. Is
0: and- that Brock himself? I came up with this shit. Fuck you, Death Race 2000.
1: I'm not yeah. sure, but he does appear in this film, and so does Needham. I think we saw Needham at the bar. Listen. By the way, these guys, Needham and, and and Brock, really did participate in the cannonball in an ambulance.
0: Yeah, that's the famous story. That's that's like the the thing about this movie is that they did this. So this is where they finally introduce after thirty four minutes of getting them there, and you know, start this fucking race and introduce. Yeah,
1: them. it's a weird first act because you would think that after ten minutes they'd be racing.
0: Yeah, well, you know, or there's, like, one plot point where, like, a woman needs money for her baby's health or some shit like that. Right. Or, like, something that kind of drives it along, but, you know, they all kind of have little episodes, and then, but this is my favorite part where they introduce everybody.
1: Yeah, it is, but the thing is, we've met everybody. We've met everybody, you know? It's a, it's, this film wasn't written by a, this film was written by a journalist. It wasn't written by a screenwriter, you know?
0: Oh, because the story started here, and then it, it isn't like we should start the story.
1: Look, you, and another it, thing, I try. I started to tell you this earlier. They, these guys, are supposed to win the race. That's how a Hollywood movie goes. Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise are going right. to win the race, but the way this guy writes it is, they were about to win the race and it got ruined, and somebody. But, else but won.
0: there's been comedies like that where you get to the end and something goes wrong, and they don't get it. They trip over something, or you know, a suitcase latch breaks open. Like you know. Yes,
1: but the whole movie you've been set up for that. Like, will I ever win? You know, well, this set us up that these guys are going to be the winner.
0: Well, that bears a good question. Is Are these type of films where they have to get – they reveal the story at the end? Are they worth their while? If it's a long long 90-minute car chase, don't I just go to the end of the movie and see who wins? Listen, it is a
1: proven formula from time immemorial, and it's not about movies. It's just about story. You do set – you foreshadow, you set up, you – Introduce the movie fart. You have the villain. You've got the the love interest. All these things satisfy you as a viewer. And if you think, oh, you know, it's it, well, fine. You're gonna have a movie that doesn't do it for people.
0: You know. Right. Uh. I, it
1: sucks, but this is real life. Uh, it's it's. I I accept it. This film won, was nominated for a Razzie and didn't even win that.
0: <laughs> oh, it didn't win, huh? 1980 was probably, 81 was probably a golden year for Razzies. They were too busy. We're supporting actress
1: Farrah Fawcett, but she lost to Diana Scarwood for the cult film Mommy Dearest. Now, look, I thought Mommy Dearest was a good film. You too.
0: Yeah, oh, I love that movie. I remember seeing that on cable in the 80s going, what the fuck, this is great. And, you know, like, you know who Joan Crawford is, and you know that book was big, too. Like the, Yeah, the,
1: the, the, so why the, did it book. win a Razzie?
0: Well, because she's hamming it up. That's, you know, it was just kind of this, her portrayal was great, but it was a hammy performance. So, <laughs> uh, also, sensational. No national.
1: No more wire hangers ever! Yeah. I, I said uh, The critics hated this film. Ebert gave it a half a star.
0: <laughs> he gave it half a thumb up, thumb down. He right, he half gave half it sideways. Right. Well, oh, he cut half a thumb off for this movie. He said, "Fuck it."
1: <laughs> Reynolds said, "I did this film for all the wrong reasons. I never liked it. I did it to help out a friend of mine, Hal Needham, and I felt it was felt it was immoral to turn down that kind of money." I really think I sold out, so I can't object to what people say about me.
0: Right. For something he objects, the end credits consist of his fucking outtakes. And then <laughs> at the end of the movie, it's the sound of his parts. So uh, poor him for uh, uh, being victimized by this film. Yeah. But, you know, I guess he didn't have a choice about the, uh, uh, the outtakes. The Houghton, the you commentary track. He says, like, the cast and crew would drink and watch the dailies afterwards. They all, like, have, like, scotch or whatever. So, you know, he's a hard drinking. Like, this guy's, like, you know, old school. Not in a good way, I guess, but and the old Clint Eastwood Grand Trino's type of old school. You, you know, know, Dean Martin was drinking. Yeah, I know. He, uh, he looks terrible after all those drinks in the 80s.
1: This, what, this and Cannonball Run 2 were his final films.
0: <clears throat> yeah, he, uh, you know his uh, roasts are available on, uh, I believe, Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. You can find his roast. So if not, try TV. <laughs> and I've, I've been watching the Friars Roast uh, TV show from the sponsored by Kraft from the live from the Kraft Music Hall, in nineteen seventy two, mm-hmm. hosted by Johnny Carson, and it was called the Fire Club's Roast, and it's just you know terrible. Um, these two,
1: and this whole movie sucks. Okay, and it's not funny. Yeah. But these two. Sometimes have funny lines. I am not to tell you to turn the sound up. All right. No, no, not now. Boy, uh, well, we ready. are not on the same wavelength. I've known you since
0: eighty. Okay, all right, you go. What? What? We're the first, we're the first part of course, we have the same sentence.
1: Yeah, as you just said, what? I don't get it.
0: All right, here they go. They're all boozy. That's the thing. Their jargon choice is this movie. No but, one's high. Listen,
1: you're 100% rock. Bro, uh, right. Brock Yates, this guy on the right here, that is him.
0: That is him. Well, that figures as much. because yeah. uh, They didn't hire him for an acting uh, Jobs.
1: The race organizer who lays down the rules at starting
0: time. Brock and Timmy, baby. What's Brock short for? Brocklin? Brock yeah, what Hunt?
1: is sh- Brock short for? Brocklin. Brocklin, New York? Yeah, yeah, Brocklin, New York. I
0: do you remember Brock of Ice? Brock of
1: Ages. It it reminds me of Pokemon, right? There's Brock in Pokemon.
0: There is a Brock in Pokemon. You are right. You're accurate. Oh, these guys. What clowns.
1: What clowns they are. They're so funny. Now, he got a doctor. And now, this is pretty funny. Just because the actor, his name is Jack Helm, is pretty weird looking.
0: A, I'm honored,
2: sir.
0: I know. I, I remember him from watching him in the theater. He's great. He's a, he's a Western guy, right? I mean, that's like. Yeah, like, most cool. of what he did was
1: Westerns. He is Dr. Nicholas Van Helsing.
0: Ooh, Van Helsing. hmm He hates that uh, Dracula. He so saw a great Dracula.
1: Van Helsing film, remember? Yeah. Known for his numerous roles as villains in Western film, later in his career, comedies, sometimes spoofing his villainous image. Uh, His his most distinguishing physical quality was, guess, his misaligned
0: eye. Didn't even notice.
1: Support your local sheriff. High noon. Once upon a time in the West.
0: Maybe. It's a three hour movie. I might have not seen that
2: one.
0: What's up with the West? I think. Is that like Once Upon a Time in Venice with with Bruce Willis? Yeah, he's well, he's a good in this movie. Like, you know, see, he's like a human cookie monster.
1: It's funny how westerns were huge on TV. Yeah. um, And then it translated into movies in the 50s. And then in the sixties, well, not gunsmoke and stuff, but eventually by the seventies, it died. It but used to be you would, would turn turn on the t. Not that we were alive for it, but you would turn on right. the TV, and it would be a western.
0: I mean, the four thirty movie would show western week movies, you know, and uh, TCM would always have like western, 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 western. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it was uh, it was the fifties where they had the westerns, but you know, like the sixties is those gorgeous Italian films where. Uh, they just yes. took the of Western and cranked them out. And even the movie that kind of started the 3D craze in the 80s, you know, there was it was uh, Coming At You, which we we've done on this show, Carl, that was another guest, wasn't at, uh, it was Ira actually, an early one, but it was a spaghetti Western that they released in 1981 in America with 3D effects and it was a mm-hmm. hit. So like a, a spaghetti Western in 1981 was released. Wow. But you don't see those type of films anymore. You know, there's a lot okay. of combustion out there.
1: Now Farrah Fawcett will get kidnapped.
0: Oh. Help me. I got, I got to get out of here. This guy's a creep. No, no. It's please help
1: him. He We had an accident. So he goes, sure, hop in. You get in the back.
0: Oh, I see. Hit it. What? Whoa, now he's even worse shape. Yeah, that should fuck him up.
1: (laughs) Burt (laughs) Reynolds is touching Farrah Fawcett's butt right now.
0: I know. He thinks he's back at the trailer. It's good to be a star. Well, it's for the camera girl. The character is touching her butt. Sure, sure. I can't believe this movie is on YouTube. This is like a big deal movie.
1: Yeah, this is a big deal movie. And I, too, I think it's because, I mean, it's a big deal in terms of how much money it made and how what stars are in it. But it's not a big deal in terms of a movie. It's it's not funny and <laughs> it breaks all the rules
0: and Yeah. It, it does uh there's nothing going on. I mean the thing is like there's a movie called The Strangers, I guess. It's a movie where these house intruders come and for ninety minutes they they stop these people and you just I fast forward to the end. I go, did they kill them again or not? <laughs> is, it, is there a survivor or not? And these race movies it's like are they going to win? Is Dom and Willie's uh, going to win or not? Just just tell me now. But Cannonball Run doesn't think so. It thinks it's
1: hilarious. All the actors in it think that's comedy gold. This is a little yeah. funny. She's like, what? She's like, help me, doctor. And then she goes, never mind.
0: <laughs> and he goes, do you think, do you think uh, car chases are funny and car crashes are funny? Do you like, go, whoa, this is great writing. This is a great comedy. Why all that damage?
1: Well, you know, car chases are to thrill, right? Like, yeah. so it's at a point in which it better be good. It better be bullet, you know? Oh, um, right, yeah, yeah. Now, right. there's yeah. one point in which the Blues Brothers, what you know, knew that. And so they went crazy and did – remember, there's a million crashes sure. and – by the way, this is very racist and I'm very mad at it. Every time you see Jackie Chan, you hear. Uh
0: oh, they got pulled yeah. over. They're going to lose, Carl. Carl, these
1: If only they had an ace up their blouse.
0: Oh. You know me for Swamp Thing. You know Swamp Thing? Yes, ma'am, I do know the Swamp Thing. And, and to a lesser extent, I also know Return to the Swamp Thing.
1: Now, look, she got unzipped. When did that happen?
0: Uh, it's good.
1: A minute ago, she was zipped. Oh, now she zipped up again.
0: Well, now she zipped are.
1: down. You know what? That was a continuity error that the Internet didn't tell me about.
0: Wow, that's good, Carl. You found it on your own. You are the Internet.
1: Yeah, why was I looking there?
0: You are the Matrix now. Do you get it? Yeah. Yeah, Carl, this is the first time you noticed it. How many times did you watch this movie for research on, this, on today's show?
1: Well, this is the fifth time I've seen this film. It's because I was getting ready for us to watch it, remember?
0: Yeah. And then, well, like,
1: a week passed, or two.
0: We we have to have this movie. So we want to thank our listeners, because this is a special show. We made sure that Cannibal Run is on here. Yeah. And God bless, when Cannibal Run 2 hits the YouTube, we're our. On it so really we are of course <laughs> oh. i never seen that one i don't think i've seen, ever seen any of the sequels you know like smokey and the bandit two had an elephant i have no idea i don't know why i, never saw I didn't it.
1: see smokey and the bandit two and we did see speed zone
0: yeah but... well there was uh stroker ace which i like that had, stroker uh, Ace,
1: you like that one he jumps out the window and i didn't think that was a good film
0: well, it has a well, Golly guy. You know mm-hmm. what I'm talking about? What's yeah.
1: It's Slim Pickens.
0: No. no, not Slim Pickens, the guy from uh, Andy uh, Griffin, and then he was a private. Oh, you know
1: what oh, I'm talking um, about? Yeah. Bomber Pilot. Bomber Pile. Yeah, but his name is
0: um, uh, Jim Davis. No, no, that's the Garfield guy. What remember,
1: he was an operatic singer and he would blow everyone away like. You expect him to go, golly, and then all you start going, mmm. did you ever see yeah. that?
0: Yeah, I love it. It's He's just about... like
1: Charo, right?
0: I was really angry when he did that girl, and I was like, the pile.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, um, I lost control. Uh, Charo would be a coochie, coochie, coochie girl, and then she would play that guitar like a yeah. master.
0: Well, we saw her in uh, Concord, Airport 79. That's right. Airport airport 79
1: wait what no concord 80
0: no it was 79 it was yeah. Out here
1: yeah you're right uh that was the film that was so bad people were laughing at it in the theater and so they made a a trailer that made uh-huh. it look like a comedy remember
0: yeah oh yeah you know the uh the uh TSA was pissed about that move. They were like, "This just fucks up for everything." You know, you she at least contacted us.
1: Okay, oh. so they've they've gotten pulled over. So now it's time for their ploy to work—that they're an ambulance and they're rushing, right? Right. But it's like you have Connecticut plates. How can you? By the way, they're in New Jersey, which doesn't make sense if you think about where is Connecticut? Where is California? New- they shouldn't go through New Jersey.
0: It's a shortcut they're going to take a, a right eventually or they're going to take a left and then uh, keep now, going
1: The way to California is Route 80 until you yeah. get around Vegas uh no not Vegas the you hmm. I'm not Wait. sure where you would do it maybe around Chicago area but then you got to go southern to to Los Angeles Jersey should not be part of their route but right. I could be wrong because the guy who wrote this knew the ra- knew the 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 way. So th- it's turning out that their ploy is working. They're explaining that they've got to get her to Los Angeles, uh, UCLA Hospital, because she has cysts or something, and she can't go in a plane. She, you know, because it's not pressurized up to ten thousand feet or some. It's working. Their little their little lie is working. We're yeah. an ambulance
0: elaborate a lot of time they wasted on these cops i'm sorry they need to close their mouths and uh, say bullshit on this <laughs>
2: uh,
0: i guess the story is true well let's think it over is it then true they
1: start saying like the senator's wife must get to los angeles and now they're like oh the senator's wife you know what i mean they like back off
0: so are they holding hands and they get grossed out he goes we're very close <laughs> That's the voice of Munchie. Yeah, that's Munchie. the voice of Munchie.
1: And Munchie was pretty recent to our audience. They might remember Dom Deloise from
0: Munchie. Oh, how can you forget? How, how can you unsee that? Or hear that? Unhear that? Hiya, pal. Hey, you're a lonely white kid. I got your pizza. And prostitutes, yeah.
1: <laughs> I got a good friend, Mario Gentile. He's a pretty successful comic here in sure. Jersey. Yeah. He's not an open micer, he's like a comic. Yeah, a and he does, he sounds just like Tom Nelowese. He calls me on the phone, he goes, Hiya, pal! And I'm like, Hang there, yeah. Okay. Uh-oh, I,
0: don't, I don't like this shot. This guy in the phone booth with the rest of the <laughs> screen there.
1: Now, this is actually – I mean, this movie sucks, okay, but this is actually a pretty funny scene. We don't have to hear the audio because it's visual. He's, he's, <laughs> we are not on the same wavelength. He's got to get to uh, an airplane in two minutes, and you see what – who he's parked. And so he's like, excuse me, madam, madam. And she goes, I'm not a madam. I'm a respectable woman.
0: Oh, yeah, that's an insult. It is pretty oh. funny that
1: he's like, "What up?"
0: This is my biggest fear nowadays: being stuck in a phone booth after using a payphone. Yeah, right. That'd yeah. happen. Uh, so it's some housewife.
1: But <laughs> yeah, I pushed his nose against it. I mean, that's how Needham saying, "Look, it's got to be funnier." Yeah. Can, and, can you can you put your nose?
0: In- and then can you climb underneath the phone booth? Thanks, forty-five-year-old actor, in a three-piece suit. Okay, now every time we see Roger Moore, uh-huh.
1: it'll be a different woman. He's he's in the car
0: with. Good wow, good God. He just calls an escort service.
1: Yeah, I guess. One of them will be Bianca Jagger,
0: as you know. Yes, um, very excited. And, Wife of Mick Jagger, I believe. Uh, yeah, or maybe
1: and this one, ours. this one is a famous model whose name I should know. I'm supposed to do the research,
0: but is it like she's gonna hit the ejector seat or something like that?
1: Right. He he. he th- see, the thing is, they don't do it. He, she was about to push the lighter, which is the ejector seat, and she uh, he stopped her. Lois Hamilton is her named, her name, and she was a very famous model at the time.
0: Gotcha. Oh, from Star Wars, most. Uh... Insular. Lois, Lois Hamilton,
1: that's her <laughs> name, not Mo- moist Eisley.
0: <laughs> I'm sorry, I just heard you.
1: Where you'll never find a more treacherous hive of scum and villainy. I think I said it right. Yeah, I think you did it.
0: Congratulations, it only took you 40 years.
1: <laughs> Boy, I tell you, they should have made Star Wars, The Empire Strikes Back, stop making them.
0: I think the last film should have been Star Wars, Cannibal Run. <laughs> Star yeah, Wars Speeds Up like Star Zone. Yeah,
1: Star Zone. No, but Star Wars was an excellent movie, and Empire Strikes Back was just as good, and that was it.
0: The oh, other yeah. movies
1: were terrible. Now the Disney ones have clout, but they're different. They're they're.
0: Well, no, they're terrible. They're just faceless. I mean, like, the the prequels were uh, just kind of like... They were literally hopping on platforms. They were just video games. I mean, they were race yeah. races and... Video- and right. Video and then this the- f- one was just like two and a half hours of just noise. Yeah. I have spoken.
1: Good. And Jar Jar Banks was a stupid... Care- and the whole thing was dumb. Now, the third prequel... When he Uh becomes Darth Vader, that was the
2: only one that
1: was kind of close to being a movie, you know? I mean, Palpatine seduces him.
0: Well, that should have been one movie, that whole trajectory. But, you know, whatever. Here we are talking about Star Wars over Cannibal Run.
1: Right, right. Good point, good point. Let me tell you something interesting. Uh, In March 79, Yates formed one of the 46 teams. 46 teams! With director Hal Needham to complete a 150-mile-per-hour van converted into an ambulance with L.A. doctor Lyle Royer and Brock's second wife Pamela Reynolds riding huh. as the patient in the gurney. The ambulance never made it to the finish line. The transmission gave out 50 miles short.
0: That's a long space away. Yeah. Oh, look at these priests. Sammy. See, if this movie came out in the 60s, it would be Sammy Adino Dino as priest racing around, and it would be like maybe Peter Wofford would show up. <laughs> it would be, you know, so it's always good to see them in the in the movies.
1: You know, it's funny how everyone fawns over Farrah Fawcett. I mean, now that we're not, you know, we're distanced from time, and she's not the sexy starlet, right? Yeah. She She's fine. She's pretty and everything, but she's oh, yeah, not yeah. Marilyn Monroe at all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Huh? What's her okay. name? She's in the Avengers, uh, as Black Widow. Oh, uh,
0: Natalie Portman. No, right?
1: Scarlett right. Johansson.
0: Okay, I get the two
1: That she earns her rep as the most beautiful, you know, I don't know. Time has right. passed and Farrah Fawcett, she doesn't have legs. She's not holding up.
0: Alright, I'll have to break the news to her. I go home
1: tonight. Uh, she's dead.
0: What? Okay. <laughs> uh, well, all right. Never mind.
1: <laughs> yep. Fourteen days of filming to keep the actors' schedule, and they threw five million dollars at him plus a percentage of the profits.
0: But for Burt, Burt got a profit from well. Fuck yeah, it. this movie was a smash.
1: Yeah, it was. Now it Superman in nineteen eighty one. Superman beat it. For opening weekend. And for the year of 81, it came in sixth highest grossing. Sixth. But still, it made a ton of money.
0: Now, E.T. the Extraterrestrial was in 1982. So this is like right before the Uh, biggest movie ever.
1: Well, yeah. This year, Raiders of the Lost Ark
0: was out. That's a big movie.
1: Yeah, there were big movies in 81. Uh, I have a list somewhere.
0: Did you ever see a Nita movie called Megaforce? I've heard of it. No, I never saw it. Yeah, it's good. It's really cheesy effects, but it's like a future A-team. Oh. Yeah. Look,
1: St. Louis, you see?
0: And, yeah. I said, oh, going to order some fries right back because of the arch. That's the silver arch. I prefer the golden arches.
1: Yeah, that's right. That was a single arch. Yeah. And they just have regular fries.
0: Well, they were going to put another one, but they felt it was too arch. <laughs> that's just too arch. Too arch.
1: That, that thing is supposed to affect the weather,
0: that arch. Oh, really?
1: Well, that's what my middle son Scott tells me. He tells me it's a big controversy <laughs> and scandal and a conspiracy about it. It controls the weather in Missouri.
0: If you go up there and you yell at it, the wind will bring it up, and then the echo will be like, Fuck you, buddy. Oh, the arts. I'll do what I want. <laughs> Weird. How much is gas in 1980?
1: Oh, good question. Here's our same old joke. He's so fat that he's... Uh, the, the motorcycle's doing a wheelie.
0: Now, was there a promotion with 7-Eleven? Like, could you get glasses of the Cannibal Run with their commemorative glasses? You know how they always have, like, those horrible stickers? On right,
1: yeah, commemorative.
0: Commemorative. Yes, let's commemorate the release Look, of *Cannibal Run*. Now we start things, singing you know.
1: that *Dr. Pepper* song. I know. They think oh. they're so funny. They think they're so funny. <laughs> well, for, you uh, missed it. You
0: missed it. I was. I was. There it is. Dr. John Pepper. Okay, now
1: the. uh Dino and uh, Sammy Davis uh, pulled them over to bless uh, to bless the ambulance, and when they did, he, they gave him a flat tire. So now they're going to get payback. He's telling the cops that they're like flashers who dress up as priests.
0: So are they talking Chinese right here? Mandarin?
1: Uh, they're talking Japanese.
0: Poor Jackie. He couldn't really get get a break in America.
1: What are you talking about? He's a huge star in
0: America. Yeah, but this movie was 1981. He was a huge star, you know? And, uh 1980, the big brawl was his, like American. What uh, was
1: the film with um,
0: uh,
1: the black guy who's very funny, but his bit is he doesn't shut up? Uh, oh. Uh, there was several of them. That yes. made him a star. That made him a
0: huge star. That guy's name is Chris Tucker? Rush Hour One, Rush Hour Two, Rush Hour Three. You are fat.
1: Pretty hot in tempting. Yeah, Rush Hour. That's it. Yeah. that that made Jackie Chan a big star.
0: And also like uh, uh Harvey Weinstein's company Miramax was re-releasing through Dimension Films his like films from the nineties
2: uh-huh.
0: because that kind of took off. People had video cassettes and they would go rent them and then be like, Hey, have you seen these Hong Kong action films that were coming? Right. From and this guy does his own stunts and the end credits are all his bloody you know so you would watch a bunch of his films uh so okay,
1: turn up the sound now
0: hang on oh I, I just i hit something else you gotta pause it carl you i hit idiot. that on the runs goop. you
1: idiot
0: oh hang on a we really i'm at 44 48.
1: To do with you mike
0: where are you
1: uh i have to find out now um ah uh, we missed it we missed it mm-hmm. i'm listen by the way uh audience i am uh interviewing for a co-host um I, i'm at one hour and two minutes and okay 50, 51 52 53 Hey, I'm almost
0: there.
1: But you want me to pause and you? Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. You tell me when you're at one hundred three oh two, and count me up, Mike. All right, one hundred
0: three oh two.
1: A it's time. gonna be a three,
0: two,
2: one,
0: go. Okay. Hey, listen. You have to transmission those all together.
1: You think we're gonna be able to bluff? On... I'm afraid to look at your screen. Okay. Here's so video. now we learned that there's. A roadblock ahead, okay, and th- you know there's no way they're going to get through it. So Burt Reynolds luck. gets this great idea. We'll piggyback on the back is, of a truck.
0: Is He's is he on a CB and is he talking CB shit. He's like, "Hey, ten four, good place. It's a smoking. We we got you a, a uh, smoking. Just guy. the lightest little bit. Bandit.
1: Okay, that plate." is from the James Bond movies. It's um golden, uh, golden I Knight? have it, I'm not oh. sure which two. I have it here.
0: The man with the but, golden arm?
1: It might be the fly who bugged me. <laughs> <laughs> That's their joke in this movie.
0: Yeah. That's a real joke in this movie? Yeah. Someone put that in a screenplay and got paid for it. Yeah, played. Bianca
1: Jagger goes, Oh my goodness, it's so hot. And he goes, I don't know. When I was in Cairo shooting the fly who bugged me, it was 130 in the shade.
0: <laughs> the fly who bugged me. <laughs> oh man. That's how the Peabody that's how they won the Peabody Award. <laughs> and the winner of the Pulitzer Surprise for 1981 goes to. Hal Dito and the custom crew of the Red
1: uh, Run. Okay, now this is a syrupy, sweet, sickening moment uh-huh. between these two, in which Burt Reynolds is like, I really like talking to you.
3: That's sweet.
1: You're sweet as sugar. I am. She does I, have this sweet. funny bit. She goes, I love trees. She goes, I love laying under trees and just bawling all night. She said it to the uptight guy, right? Right. And then she's in the bar in Connecticut um, with Burt Reynolds, and she goes, I love trees. My favorite thing about trees is, and she's going to drop the line, and that's when Don DeLuise goes up and goes, GJ, GJ, I found a doctor, you know?
2: All right, yeah. So
1: So then Uh, Burt Reynolds was like, what were you saying? And she goes, I was saying that I love to lay under a tree all night long and and then he gets interrupted again I would say there's about five or six funny things in this film
0: well the doctor is funny yeah Uh, Adrienne and her friend are funny Uh, Terry Bradshaw and Mel Tillis are funny
2: yes
0: and then well they they shot their water in the beginning of the film you can't top driving your car into a swimming pool not only that did you notice in that scene when they drive their car into the swimming pool there's like a bikini girl in this in the swimming pool like hanging out by the ladder like <laughs> it's like what the fuck, man that guy they drove the fucking car in the pool get the fuck out of the pool yeah right all nine one one see if you're like you know active Okay,
1: uh, turn it up for a second and listen to his stupid, stupid dialogue.
0: I'm a, I'm a second off, but so see me. I'm talking to you, you know. I mean, it's really nice. Brock, write some better romance.
1: Uh, yeah. Okay, here,
0: listen to his stutter. We're just out, out, out looking for a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. Oh, with uh, North Carolina plates, you're driving all the way to Missouri for cigarettes? How about a beer? How about the fact that your paint job is coming off? You want to take these guys away? The Good guys, strike back. Okay, now we get, Uh,
1: like, a, um, okay, Burt Reynolds and Dom DeLuise get away with it. They get through, and there's going to be, like, a car crash and an explosion that's way too big, and the car goes into the river, and I guess we're supposed to think this is funny.
0: That's what I'm saying. It's such a big production, and it really happened, isn't it? Like Buster Keaton and uh, uh, old Stoneface and Harold Lloyd and uh, Charlie Chaplin and all you mm-hmm. know, and all this shit hits them. Like you watch the Harold Lloyd, and like fucking trains are going at them, houses are falling. <laughs> them. Well, back then it had to all be real,
1: but here they had some serious money on. Okay, here it comes. All right. Way too big an explosion. It doesn't make sense. A car wouldn't do that. It's not
0: a bomb. <laughs> this movie was until. <laughs> uh, but it wasn't. It made its money. What was the Nicolas Cage, Martin Scorsese movie? Were there EMT drivers? Oh, like, I love know? that one. Into yeah. the
1: night, Heat of the night.
0: Uh, no, you're thinking of Into the Night. E-
1: into the night.
0: It was. It was like Edge um, of the night. End of the night or Days of End.
1: I love this one scene in which they go and save there there's there's two twins. One of them dies and one of them lives. And so uh, he's really, really upset that he lost the child, the kid. Right. So he gets into the ambulance, they're about to go out, and the other guy's like smoking a cigar and smiling and, and, and uh he's like, Don't give me that look, he goes, What look? like we just saved a baby we did we lost the baby
0: i remember that that was fucking sick <laughs> it was a great <laughs> film good film this so there's the only thing i remember with jackie chan in this film is that he when he watches uh behind the green door porno movie it's um that, that was that's...
1: in the car yeah yeah
0: oh man are those burritos
1: what's the fuck it's uh jamie Farr. if you turn up the sound
0: you'll hear his order Oh please don't make me do that! I'm not even on. That. All right, give me a second. You got it. Here's the sound.
2: Six, seven, Here, my desert blossom. We missed it's it. What? Uh, He's talking right now. Of- no,
1: but he was. You said what did they order? And he goes like three lamb burgers, one couscous, <laughs> eight shish He li- he he lists all these Arabic. Wow. Look at her (laughs) lips. Her lips. Oh, we've missed it. But uh, he says he'll come back for
0: her. Okay. Let's let's listen to the lips. I don't
2: know how to ask you
1: this. This is a horrible uh, Brock Yates dialogue in which, uh, you know, Dom DeLuise gets close to – uh Farah Fawcett. And I I remember
0: this. This is where this movie gets really close to off to go off the rails because he's like, oh I have a split personality, you know.
1: Well that's uh Captain Chaos. He Captain
0: but see like it's introduced in the beginning of the film. We saw Captain Chaos, right? Right in
1: the beginning, yes.
0: But it's still the ending is such a weird cop out when he suddenly turns into fucking Captain Chaos. Like maybe he truly is Chaos, you know?
1: Well uh That's how the joke of it, it's sort of like the movie part. In the beginning we learn about Captain Chaos, we see him, and then in the end, it's Captain Chaos who helps them win the race. They zoom past all the other cars. Of course, they don't win the race, but you see what I'm saying. Yeah. I bet you that Brock Yates thought he was super, super clever. Like it's a great, you know. And then in the end, it's Captain Chaos who makes them win, but then they don't win. I don't know. I wish I could speak with, uh, actually, if Brock Yates was here, I'd be very polite and I would say, I enjoyed
0: Mr. Yates, what a pleasure. And I'm so glad and honored that your movie is playing for free on YouTube.
1: What an effort to write this whole thing, and you created the race yourself. Boy, was I impressed!
0: Tell us a story about how you needed a car that would flee police, so you got an ambulance, and that's actually you in there. I'd love to hear that story.
1: Oh, you inspired two sequels, and you had the biggest grossing, the sixth biggest grossing El Paso. Yeah, and they pass it,
0: they El Paso it.
1: I but, think the joke here, and I never caught it, even though I'm watching this film, you know, repeatedly, is right. that oh, they they thought they were doing great, but they went the wrong way. Ding and ding and ding 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 ding, and they had the
0: U-turn. Oh, let's, let's listen to some of the music so we can get some context. Oh, wrong time. i'm Sorry.
1: Okay, now this is actually a little bit funny, but not a lot funny. She's like, "I got this one." Nice. Cuz they've been fooling every cop.
0: Right. Oh what? no! It's Valerie. <laughs> Valerie from
1: Too Close for Comfort? That's right. No, it's Valerie Perrine. Yeah, she was in Superman, remember? Miss We, She was in another film we
0: did. All right. But she's not a lesbian? Oh, she
1: was in Mr. Billions. That was it.
0: Oh, I love that movie.
1: Yeah, she was not a
0: lesbian. So there's a different girl right now in his car. Let's hear this music. I'd rather not... Can be talking to those chaps. Oh, my God. Really? 14 days, Carl? It's hard to believe that they shot this in one take.
1: Uh, no, that was Burt Reynolds' portion. Oh. Uh Other people, you know, it wasn't all shot in sequence. Right? Hey, look,
0: look, look. Okay, Aston Martin has smoke in it.
1: This could be the scene in which
0: it happened. Oh, that's fair. Uh, yeah, that's unintentional.
1: Goes. It was a collision with another car, so... Yeah, it's Aston Martin. This could be it. Um, yeah, this this is probably it. it this made a paraplegic, twenty-four-year-old um, okay. German-American stunt woman Heidi von Beltz, a former championship skier.
0: This, this is the scene. There's a death scene right here. We're watching a snuff movie, Carl.
1: Injured in the car crash during production of the film. Driven by Jimmy Nickerson, Nickerson weaving between oncoming vehicles. Smoke machine, give the impression that the...
0: Oh, here's your porno you were talking about. I like this, yeah. What's behind the green door? Green door, there's a grand piano and it's playing behind the green door. This is a San Francisco porn movie. She goes to, like, a uh this famous theater in the theater uh, and these these crummy brothers run this uh porn theater in san francisco and it was uh-huh. actually like a, a Emilio Estevez movie oh uh, with charlie sheen they were the brothers one killed them, the other one and i just i'm just killing time because i don't remember the name were they garbage collectors no that's men in work this is based oh. on a true story well that's men in work was based on a true story too i think that back mitchell brothers that's the name So Mm -hmm. the Mitchell brothers had a theater and they shot the porn movie in there and they are the the heroes. They tell this guy, like they're in the movie, they go into a diner this guy's eating uh, scrambled eggs. He's like, you won't believe the sex orgy show we saw last night.
3: It was incredible. It was also behind the green
0: door. Oh, What happened? I'll keep eating your scrambled eggs and I'll tell you, she was blowing this guy some more. That was rude for them to talk about sex with a guy who's eating scrambled eggs. Why? Right.
1: Because sex is so gross that they'll throw up. I don't get that. You talk you, about you, bathroom stuff when you're eating; it's hard. You talk about you, sex, and it's
0: you could eat while someone explicitly tells you about sex. Yes, I don't, I'm a little awkward about that. I'm too well,
1: shy. Gr- okay, this is a famous scene in which they will jump over a train. And I don't know why it's such a famous scene, but it is.
0: All right. Well, because does Waylon Jennings interrupted?
1: The the, the jump is not so exciting, but the internet Ooh. went crazy about it. What? Here it the comes. We. That's supposed to be a huge stunt for its day. I'm telling you, Hal Neenon was like the
0: stuntman, stuntman. Yeah. He is a connoisseur of stuntmanry.
1: Yeah, well, I wonder how he felt about that quadriplegic. I mean, that is tragic. And she was a championship skier, and she died in twenty fifteen. That's a long time to be a quadriplegic.
0: And also, this guy's feelings. So he's overweight. You don't have to rub it in every time he drives by. (laughs) I guess they thought that was funny. Well, no, you're right. Like, uh, she, uh, you know, you mentioned Blues Brothers. Blues Brothers two thousand. Someone got injured in a car chasing. They had, like, a giant collision crash scene at the end. I think she got hurt.
1: You brought up uh, the injury in uh, um, uh, Quentin Tarantino
0: and the actress. Uh, I love that oh, actress. Uma, Uma Thurman, yeah. Yeah. At the end of Kill Bill 2, which is so crazy because it's, like, two hours into the movie, and it's not a memorable scene other than the fact that she got seriously injured. No one's, she got nope. a... An injury from it. Yeah, he made her do the stunt where she hits a tree.
1: Now this is this scene is pretty good because it's I don't know it's it's interesting wow. it's cool. They can't none of them can get up the hill. It's just too steep, and you saw all the racers going down. Right. But Jackie Chan's Japanese car has a secret weapon. It's a rocket.
0: <laughs> How secret is it? Look at the panel. It says rocket control system. <laughs> now you look, mean? they don't have a shoulder belt, just a
1: lap belt.
0: Nice. Well, it is still kind of early. It's now
1: early. watch this stunt. Look, it really, maybe it's being held by a chopper. It's really up there.
0: And so it's, you're saying it's not held by a chopper. They really... I,
1: I don't know. It. it looks like it might be.
0: If only I listened to the commentary track from the director, I would have an answer for you.
1: <laughs> Which you have listened to. Okay, here's the worst scene of the film. It's the dumbest scene ever. Um, there's a uh, uh, a fight going on. Uh, that that uh, Tattletales host is getting hassled by Peter Fonda.
0: Heard <laughs> Convey.
1: And everyone goes for inexplicable reason to help. It, it makes no sense. Like, they wouldn't do it, but, but that's what uh, that's what Brock Yates wrote. It's too bad we missed that thing before, because the cop yelled at Sammy Jam- Davis Jr., and he goes, he goes, be quiet, shorty! And Sammy Davis Jr. looks at uh, Dino, and he's like, why didn't he call me shorty? And Dino goes, because you're small!
0: Oh, yeah, well,
1: that is some classic. M. All. Yeah, but he did it so well.
0: Oh, and I Steven
1: got to. And Jr. took it. He goes, am I? Well, um,
0: it's still guess... off the cuff. That's why this movie is a classic, you know. <laughs> yeah, great film. It's the spontaneity of this movie.
1: Um, I want you to know, I just want to give credit to those guys who jumped over the train, the flat car. It's yeah. Rick Aviles and Alfie Wise.
0: Rick, I believe
1: I can fly. Rick, I believe I can touch the sky.
0: Oh, my God. He's like, yeah. Now. These characters. Everyone is stuck. Now, Captain Chaos will make an appearance in this scene. Oh, and the movie just goes down
1: south. Yeah. Like I said, Tattletail's host is getting hassled by Peter Fonda, who's playing the part he played in
0: Easy Rider. And. Was he Captain America or the kid? He's Captain America, man. I'm Billy. And that guy is Captain America. We're going to go drive across America. Sure, yeah. we got cocaine in the gas tank, but we're good guys and we're exploring America. People hassle us. Maybe it's because we have cocaine in our motorcycles. And no, it's Crank.
1: Under. It was Crank. It was Crystal meth.
0: Oh, it was Crystal. Yeah, right. It's some Benny Dust. You like This Is a dust form. I call it Molly. Hey, <laughs> Listen, we're just easy riders. We just want to explore America, hang out at commune, take some acid and freak out at New Orleans uh, f- uh, Cemetery. You know the usual. For
1: commie. Now, my research has again failed us, because right there to the right of Peter Fond is a very famous guy. Baldy guy? Baldy guy. He was one of the, you know, back in 81, people weren't bald like that. That wasn't until the basketball player did it. What about about, uh,
0: the guy from Hills Got Eyes? You know what I'm talking about? He he had a bald head and weird crooked ears.
1: You might have a bald head and weird crooked ears. But the thing is, you and I, sitting here in 2020, look at him, and he doesn't look weird to us. Yeah. in 1981, he looked like a freak. You know, you just didn't do that.
0: He's definitely out there. He deserves to be in this movie. We haven't put any of the audio on uh, Dino Dino and Sammy. We've tried.
1: Oh, hey. No- I keep rubbing it in. I'm sorry. Okay. Here ah. he's in trouble. And for some inexplicable reason, people will go help him. There goes Captain Chaos.
0: Captain Chaos. Total ripoff of Captain Caveman. Come on. He's just missing a club. Now, think- look.
1: Why should they all go and help this guy? Why do they all go and get involved in the fight?
0: Oh, my God. Now... Yeah, this is where Hal Nina made that comment.
1: Well, these the guys round... Guys are <laughs> yeah. Um, this scene is just to give Jackie, Jackie Chan some... Uh,
0: Reason to be in there.
1: Yeah. Now, Roger well, Moore is a good sport in this, because he you see that's not very james Bond, right to
2: lose
0: yeah he was in road trip too i think like you know once you're a bond man you can tweak your image a bit no i think i'm roger moore i'm thinking of roger moore oh he is roger moore he is roger
1: moore yeah unlike
0: sean connery yeah sean connery kind of was able to do other roles besides. look budweiser again
1: maybe it is product placement
0: well, or it was a coincidence that some place had a giant Budweiser sign. Oh, another Budweiser sign. What a coincidence. Oh my God, it's Liberty.
1: It's Captain Chaos Captain doing Chaos. all sorts of hero stuff.
0: Ridiculous. There's uh, Bert. I can't believe he punched Dino. Take yeah, that, I know. How's this for a roast?
1: Wow, Burt Reynolds just did that uh, Captain Kirk move with the the two hands. Of the,
0: uh, this he probably learned it from it Whatever. So yeah, he was Burt Reynolds was in a fifties a western on TV. You know, like that's where. Well, he,
1: way back when. Yeah. Burt Reynolds really wasn't a big star on movies until. Um,
0: Deliverance.
1: Yes, that's when he. And 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 that was not a very Burt Reynolds role. What he would go on to do. I mean, he was wimpy. He hurt it, He broke his leg. Right.
0: Uh, uh, this guy's so famous. Do you recognize his face? He looks like the Hills Got like guy. I know he's not. Oh yeah, isn't he like a? Uh, I you... don't know. He was in a lot of movies like Mad Max and
1: stuff. I I, I don't have uh, it written down here, but I've seen Mad Max. I'm making a guess.
0: I'm making a guess. He's he's been... I remember this guy. Hey, that guy has something to do in this movie.
1: Okay, so now the road's open. And they all can finally go. He's on the phone with Jimmy the Greek upping his bet.
0: Jimmy the Greek. How funny. Yeah, he got busted. I watched a movie recently and I saw it on... uh, Amazon Prime, it was a 3D movie, and it actually had 3D to it. It's called The Four Dimensions of Greta. It's a like kind of a 70s, 60s uh, UK sexploitation movie. And, you know, there is some kind of sexual assault movie, uh, scenes in it. But one of the assailants that she meets uh, at a party he's introduced, he's like, I want you to meet the boys. There's Tony Sowen and uh, Jim the, uh, Jimmy the Greek. It's no. Philip the Greek. That was his name. Yeah, here we go jackie yes all jackie. to yeah. show off his karate his this uh, is where how Needham said it well i mean that's the only reason to watch it the 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 hong kong release of this movie had jackie in the front of the poster and i'm sure they use all these scenes in the trailer but he was the star that's pretty good stuff he was the star of the poster Yeah, he was the star of the DVD box I saw, or the DVCR, what was it, remember the DCD? It a weird format. Uh,
1: Was it like a a size of a 12-inch record?
0: No, that's a laser disc. Laser disc, yeah, laser disc. Yeah, I always hate that, you get really into a movie, you gotta flip it to side B. (laughs) That isn't true, is it? Yeah, it's double-sided, like a record, a laser disc. (laughs) It It was was one-sided. Okay, now Captain –
1: they're losing the race. They're upset about it, and and Burt Reynolds – now Captain Chaos shows up, and they start speeding past everyone.
0: Oh, just like in real life. (laughs) Hey, honey, let's watch the laser disc of Godfather too. Fredo, I loved you. I always
1: Laserdisc is the exact same technology as a CD. I don't know why it didn't take off. It was a digital format, and I don't know why it didn't take off. I mean, DVD, uh, CDs. Because you had to flip it.
0: He'll say, like, Fredo, I always need you. And they'll be like, please flip over to side D. That is not true. i had a bachelor uh, laser disc player it automatically dropped it. it flipped it over automatically so I wow my day. pretty classy yeah how do you want to watch cannibal run it's on laser disc we'll get to the aston martin remind me i'll flip it aside yeah
1: because when the aston martin flips so do you flip the I flip it over okay now this is just the not prettiest part of la you could ever choose they're on their way to santa monica Yay! I don't know who this actress is. She's a
0: new girl. New girl. We saw it's a bikini world, uh, which uh, also took place in Santa Monica and Venice Beach.
1: But that movie wasn't a cheap.
0: It was a a kind of a weird sixties.
1: Yeah, it was like we need a movie for the summer, and it had all sorts of. What was funny about that film is when it came out, all those. all the music in it was old news, you know? Right. And the Yardbirds had different members, and but it had very famous clubs. Okay, so now it's become a foot race, kind of right. like uh, Talladega Nights.
0: Yeah, but, that was, but I never understood this. Was that brought up in the beginning that you have to park your car and race over? No.
1: Now, Burt Reynolds made everybody scrum. He made everybody get tackled, Celebrity dog pile. Captain Chaos is about to win.
0: Yes, but I wonder what happens, Carl. Don't tell me. Oh, there's Adrian.
1: Oh, please help my baby, my baby.
0: Oh, right, but he's. Oh, help me, baby. Well, that makes sense. Like real life.
1: Look, that goes with how he set up the film, but. In a film like this, our heroes win.
0: Well,
1: he's stop too, defending so. it! Stop defending it! They're supposed to be a final battle, and Movies then they better. do their contest: win, loser, draw. And chaos. then there's I'm one
0: th- surprise
1: challenge. You, As see a movie, hero wins.
0: you go to the theater and you think it's going to happen, but oops, the whip blew the ticket out of his hand and then they lose. So, you know, it's a classic film noir. You're always going to die at the end of the film. There's nothing you can do about it.
1: That's not what this film is. This isn't a classic film noir film. This is a Hollywood blockbuster. You know,
0: suckers never win. Wow, look at, look at Dom. Yeah. Look at the people in the back. They're not even actors. They're like audience members. They're like, yeah. Yeah. Hey guys, you want to see Dom Del Luis riff for 40 minutes in the sun? Captain USA! Yeah, where the fuck did he get that shit?
1: I don't know, and it doesn't make sense because he was Captain Chaos when he was a child. This doesn't go.
0: He's like Bugs Bunny. I just pulled his out of my ass. Oh, there's and the rest. Well, yeah, yeah, I get right. there. Oh, I'm now on their side.
1: No, he's not. He's not. Now, the thing is that the Heavy, if this movie was written right, would have been stopping them at the end, and they would have had to fight him to win.
0: So, all right. Well, looks like Roger took care of it.
1: Now, once again, Roger Moore's a good sport here because he's going to get ejector seated out of his own car.
0: Oh, and everyone's going to laugh at it. Ah, finally, I could smoke a cigar in public.
1: Yeah, it's dumb. It's like, I couldn't stop the race. Well, how would you like a cigar, my good man? He goes, all right, I'll take something, and he smokes. The- it's dumb. Yeah. It's dumb. Now, Roger Moore's like, why didn't you get ejector seated? And then he goes oh, and he- tries it himself. Oh, did then Roger Moore went out there? Yeah, Roger Moore got ejector-seated. What a good sport, because he's yeah. usually, but I guess it's a comedy. Well, he was
0: there. There was more, and then there was no more. <laughs> Roger, no more. Seat. Roger, no more, because the ejector seat, get it? All right, so you go, finally, there's a big party. Everyone drinks at the end. Right,
1: and they're not upset that they lost at no. all.
0: They all made it on the same time. I guess because of the traffic.
1: Santa Monica Pier.
0: Yeah, we got a helicopter. Hal needs them. Get two helicopter. Hal needs them.
1: Hal <laughs> needs them.
0: All right. Well, wow, look at that. Under the pier. Oh, and here now it we comes. get our
1: outtakes, which inspires Jackie Chan to do the same thing.
0: These are uh, classic and been uh, parody before. and it, this is a. Uh, they read the script. They just think they're so funny. They think they're so funny.
1: But I mean, they're having a good time, you know, and,
2: and
0: top of the world, top of the world. With music arranged and conducted by all caps. Al caps. Oh, Lil Abner cartoons? Right. Not really.
1: My best Al Cap's moment was when he was ribbing John Lennon. There's a great clip. I he love was, that. Oh, you saw it. Yeah, he, we do. You'll go ugly. Yeah. Right to his face. And John Lennon's taking it. He's taking it.
0: He was at the sit in, right? They were in the bed. Yeah. In. Yeah. yeah. And Al Cap was, he had a second career. He. We're talking about the cartoonist for a strip yeah. called mm-hmm. uh, Lil Abner. And Lil Abner ran for decades, and it's, a, it's very stylistically cool, and the language is cool. And he was known to be a satirist, and like schmooz, are very famous among Jews because it's basically the way people treat Jews, you know, these schmooze. and like it's a, a schmo or whatever it's called, like the schmo. <laughs> it's a Jewish thing. It's like the guy you could kick around, you know, like so. It's a, uh, it's kind of cool to see in pop culture. He had a musical, Lil Abner, but he was also like this weird windbag columnist. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And he was like kind of conservative of his time, but he was also kind of like Warren Downey Jr. A blowhard. Blowhard, that's the word I'm trying to guess. So yeah, he, the famous Ben, and there's footage on YouTube of him uh, talking to Yoko. Uh, look at Terry well, Bradshaw, finest thing. Yeah, he. He's uh,
1: grilling uh, John Lennon, and, you know, he's looking at Yoko Ono and going, oh. I feel so sorry for you, sir. You know, John okay. Letting sitting there going like this with this beard, just ooh, you know, just taking it, just taking it. Well,
0: because I he was like he did this column on like how women aren't smart or something, but he was like a weird crude sexual harasser guy, allegedly. That but, makes
1: sense. That makes yeah.
0: sense. But yeah, he had a second career making writing these these documentary and doing these TV specials. Like Al Cap goes to the campus, you know. Yeah. Al Campus. Really weird. Oh, here's all the great music. None by Jerry Reeds. Lou Rawls. Persona. Yeah, Lou
1: Rawls has a big hit, a big song in this.
0: Behind the Green George. It's it, Mitchell Brothers Film Group. Uh-huh. Yeah, the, the Mitchell Brothers themselves tell the story. So this is with Georgia. This is, uh, another film from Georgia.
2: <laughs> it's a living. Oh.
0: oh, my God. It's a living and the movie. He's like, I'm just getting a paycheck. Ha 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 ha, ha. <laughs> the ha, 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 ha,
2: ha.
0: <laughs> Don't watch anything. Ha 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 Why were
2: you laughing? He laughed you hit me.
0: Yeah, Dino was laughing there. There's, Hal. There's, There's Hal. Hal. There's
1: Hal. And he made himself the last moment.
0: Yeah, that's interesting. What an interesting cameo. you yeah, the final scene in the movie. Carl. That was the final scene in the movie. What'd you think of? Cannonball run. <laughs> this film was a piece of crap. <laughs> it's not even a film. It was ruined by me. 1981, where Adrian Boutbeau went to clock it in, and the woman in the audience said, "They win." I saw this movie already. And I <laughs> wasted 80 minutes of my 10-year-old life watching it. it Who didn't care? There was car crashes. It didn't care. Terry Bradshaw, the famous football player. My ten-year-old boy said, "Move over, oh my God! Is that Mel Tillis? I've been listening to him half my life." Didn't care. Dean Martin of the Dean Martin Roasts and the Gold Diggers. I love that prenatally. Didn't even care. Those guys were great. Rat Packers. Didn't oh my care. God! That's one sixteenth of the Rat Packers. You got Nico <laughs> and Sammy. You just need Frank, Peter, come uh, me out. Who else is in the uh,
1: room? Dino and Sammy.
0: Yeah, Dino. I, I don't know. I don't know. Dino's that was before Dino. our time. Oh, my God. So, uh Carl, it wasn't much of a movie. It was a huge success. It's contagious laughter. People love to see the outtakes because Burt Reynolds laughs. And then guess what? Dom DeLuise laughs. And guess what? They all laugh. We're all laughing. It's hilarious. Oh, it's hilarious! Well, thank you guys. uh If once Cannibal Run Two hits YouTube, we'll do that movie, and then we'll have the trilogy taken away, and then we can put it on Patreon, and people could pay five dollars to yeah. hear us talk over yeah. Cannibal Run, Cannibal Run Two, and then six years ago, <laughs> Speed Zone. We did the, over two. The
1: crappeterian Collection.
0: The crappeterian Collection with commentary over the commentary. Yeah, I was kind of a sluggish at this point. I had to wipe the goo off my mouth, and I didn't want Carl to see, so I was trying to distract. Oh man, disgust, Carl! Oh, what that was a motion picture. They were yeah. Pictures that they were moving. It was a sorry car. audience. Sorry audience. Well, next week, and we had mentioned this movie earlier. We were just kind of jumping all over the places with movie suggestions. I had suggested a movie previously. Vincent, Vincent Pride. when he gets possessed by a demon. I don't remember the title, but we're going to do that movie next week.
1: Uh, It was Diary of a Madman, and I think it was
0: 1963. Okay, here's the trailer. I am Vincent Price, and I am going to turn into a wicked monster. And then there's going to be great special effects, and my face will change. Uh, Actually, Vincent, you're possessed by a demon, and so just pretend the demon's in you, okay? And go. Uh Ah, possessed by a demon. I'm Vincent Price. In a world where Vincent Price is in a horror film. Right. In a world where Vincent Price is a horror movie where he turns into the demon, there's no change or special effects because it's a $10 budget. Huh, I'm now the demon. Oh, 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 oh. Ew, I'm the demon. Well, now I sound more like Vincent Price. No, I don't even. Vincent Price. I can now. I sound like Peter Lorre. I can't do it. I, I know I, what I, you're going for, though. I can hear it. Oh. I'm am I getting mucus. Dairy of a madman. Oh, I must be lactose intolerant. Dairy, dairy of a madman. But I can't <laughs> stop drinking it, even though I'm getting snotty. It's ridiculous. My skin's puffy. Dairy of a madman. Why is he drinking it? He's lactose intolerant. That's mad. Well, ladies and gentlemen. That has been the trailer for our next week's movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a horror movie and it's gonna be airing around Halloween. It's going to be
1: horror a Yeah,
0: what a what a horror uh, honor uh that is a a bowl. Uh, Carl, uh any uh where can people see you in person
1: performing? Uh yeah, not in this world. Uh right. carlsucks.com, carlsucks.com. If I'm doing something. I don't know. It's there's no, there's no bookings. I was just at the Flamingo Club. It was a strip club, and we were in the parking lot. Right. That's the gigs oh. I get on weekends occasionally. Nothing's going right. on.
0: I heard you're a good stripper, though. I remember the parking lot and gave you like four stars.
1: I I went home with forty six bucks that night in singles.
0: Well, yeah, the I got was, dipped. I got dipped. You know when they, when you make it rain in the parking lot, it leaves little puddles. Oh, <laughs> uh, on. on that note, I think we should end our show. Uh, that has been our show, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you enjoyed *Cannibal Run*, and I hope you enjoyed watching it again with us talking over it. And uh, better, we'll, we'll, be, we'll be doing that next week with the *Diary of the Madman*. Uh, a mad, *Diary of the Madman* with uh, a *Diary of a Madman*. Is it a man?
1: *Diary oh. of a Madman*, and I think it was pretty expensive to do because it starred Vincent Price.
0: Oh, very pricey pictures, which as I say, it came with the price. This yeah. yeah, his
1: fee, his fee.
0: Yeah, that's uh, the Vincent the, price. The Vincent. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thanks so much, guys. I hope you enjoyed the show. Uh, thank you, Carl. What a pleasure. Thank you, audience. We'll see you next week.
1: L double Yeah, it's it's pronounced mutiny! You Oh, uh, Like, turn off, sir, guys, you say mad!
2: Mutiny mad?
1: Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike
2: Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman! Mike Spiegelman!
3: Earth irony, literally in quiet, and quiet, at night when the magnetics turn upward and the plants see it. I forgot when they come alive, most and mostly quiet too, and perhaps the chatter maddens them, thought likely it does not, as they are focused downward in these moments, looking at the new life to make from the soil, as are all the plants and other vegetation on the ground. And the early worm, yet to come, gets eaten was a joke my friend said and that is a pretty instantaneous return to Earth for that little creature to work for us again, and it does. Dot a. And so we're so in close to Earth in these moments and that is what is needed most and the Earth as and the Irony is in fact the Iron at our core, so dense that nothing can pass through it and so think to make it doubly so, and yet it's so heated that it moves, and moves with us, and we, perhaps thus move it, so to encourage others to move and movement is our living and the planet's living, and so as an entity we are the antenna for it, perhaps to just float around and let the other planets know that it's alright for the time, being and being as it is is perhaps an envy of other planets, though likely not as we don't yet have an onomatopoeia for planetary systems, and just how oddly they would talk if they could, as we do, and they must have a lot on their minds and they may be sad to note that we won't make their surface as alive as we can be, or perhaps we go there already, as systems of push and pull combine with the all of us to notice them, and light travels well as it does, light and dairy, in particular particles of non-particulates, as in Easy KT. The radio chimed in. Hugh dialed in a setting and placed it on the table. Ari appears across and they un for another blip and another. While we're waiting, Q, tell me more about the planet again? You know, the other one. Q fiddled as he never does with his pocket and looked at the horizon for a gentle bit. The story continues. After a pause, of which is the interrupt of ourselves to each other for each other or to rectify the current which is now and ironic and then gluonic microtonic just gluconic and all the chemicals which interrupt electrics, the nowity is transformed. Stepped down, and directed, as in DC, and currently, those lines are drawn on our Earth as person to person, all the while the ionic alternating twist of ground plus the other two unfalter as we are still switching from day to night and night to day all the time. From each side of our planet, and as global globules, our types of types are typed and typecast into characters and then words and sentences to sentences, taped up and played as a loop loped and seen on this slide table and photographed, developed. It a wonder, it's in color, like we dream in full motion without framing, or just to the left or right, that centered is never a place to be, only to appear to walk as we take in sidelines as our direction. And it's calm, this time life and the other, but mostly life, thankful for that, for which the evidence that is the other is not well for the any, or any matters or facts about it. It's an on-hole bummer, and just thinking about it, for our planet, hence ourselves, is a power-suck of the kind to at synapses clogged and not cleared for lack of love, or the temporary displacement of such a creature, as known sometimes for some and always for very even and few though it would and should be all the time, if just, and just a bit more and more, to realize that's all we really are to the planet, how else would it know, us? a pulsation of complete and fully totality of love at every non-measured second, which aren't really seconds as it's a continuity of a loop of time, and that time and those times and these times are all the time, and all this time, and time is all of everything, and so, the gaps between these times and those times are the spacings in our brain's memory, as an animal of itself, feeding on patterns and making little nests to visit, and who does the brain visit beside ourselves all the time? To escape a brain leaves a mass of atoms to be held or used or abused by another, and this brings us to psychoactive medication, as not understood by science whatsoever, and thrown into bags and into people's heads so as to appear to function in a normality which does not exist, and never existed except the shared belief that is might, and those thoughts carry on, and to be the same all the time throughout time is normal? What a stunt! And stunted and the actual living going on is hence so protected and so secretive for fear of these patients, though patiently treated and treatable to participate, and with likely, well we provide sometimes without true love, and we do so for the fact that we love, and to provide what is desired, and some people desire to be normal, or desire to be around people who seem to be, that we create that, through chemistry at times when we cannot buy our own chemistry, which should be the natural kind and kind. If there was any a medication which has trodden our supply of chemicals it is those that maintain the presence in water, mucking up even in odd electrics when it should barely pass through a distilled or purity of such a combined gassed set of particles, as friends. Water is our first friend, after the electrics of course, and water is so good a friend, that wherever it travels it maintains a body, as it maintains our body, and bodies of, multiplied, and the electrics are for our brains and our hearts, which do not contain water, and the heart is our blood and the brain are our very slight and unsighted box use of chemicals, in a shop tinker and drive ourselves around as desire, and what is that desire besides and alongside the desire of others, and our planet, again and again and again. The same message. Love and be alive, although it's much simpler than that even and not odd at all. That is the flip side, the return, when you give back to ground, and that is our cycle. Precipitously, the water too, cycles, and the skies try and clean our muckery and divide out our messes into minerals, which are then rock, make their own lattices and settle down, and run through the stream beds for the fish to turn all sorts of iridescent colors. Perhaps so they can get laid and perhaps it's so they can be seen by a bear and eaten, fruitfully. And so we're in cities now, which is good, though the ground which helps us travel fast near lets us travel with full effect of our purpose, with a bit of waste and more and more of that as we put the earth on hold, like a cell call that we're barely listening to as we drive to a place we believe will make us happy, or make us a collection of papers and things to make us happy, and they do, and they make us. And it's not by choice, although choice brings us to it, at least once and once was all that was required for the particular loop of tape to start. And we're still in in this night, and many things could be said about the air, and our conditioned conditioners, and how the water hangs about, or perhaps the fog which sometimes rolls in by the bays to allow themselves to populate with the people who desire such a climate. And it is people, through dreamery, at least somewhere, know, that create our weather and here in San Francisco we're known for it in pictures and pictured, and thought carries us so far, that very truly a visitor who expects Fog will get it for that morning they expect it so purely and honestly, we know that is the time, perhaps he should be a weatherman for that instant, unpaid and absolute, but who would believe him and who would we call and how would that change the weather? Perhaps it's good that those paid never get it right. And Q grinned a bit at Arya. Yes this was coming from the radio. And they just listened for the bits which rolled to a meter, and the tonality of the voice and the tap tap, in key keyed and not too keyed up to deliver a purity, as in our sans. and just why did we think that? Sans To know it must be thinking of something else. Q tapped the boxy metal and it carried on. A consciousness, known in vocalities, our place to keep a voice which is true by either its gently honesty or its voice so pure and truthful that it cannot be heard or only as an idea, a continuous idea which to say it so is too complex, but honestly it's the truth which moves each electron and in our synapse makes it fire, because that is its choice. Option key as it were, the one you have to know about to tap it out on a keyboard, with shortcuts to get you there on demand and faster than anybody else, because you know and it provides a continuity to keep and love in continuity. And ever and onward, etc. Dot. Forty-four lines is time about, and that's half the other and twice the space as spread and out and about it all the time that this is that and the other are continued in continuations, coded justly and wild to say it is time is always unevident. It may be quite well to know that a time to cease is never mostly ever a time to stop any form of truth, and as known truth doesn't speak. Nor make silly contractions to save time, or perhaps it does like that shortcut, shorthand long idea. Tap tap machinery in room where what is said is absolute truth, and how else to record it but to say it in the efforts utilized to type up these messages, is and should be by a trained professional who would never work in an environment of untruth, as she or he may falter at the keys, and that would be known. Perhaps a special drop in the letter L again so deft and non-obvious that you need to look at the printed paper to see the discrepancy and pauses in the actual ink on the paper, where truth was misspoke and interrupted a cycle of electricity, as it was carried around and loosened like a string temporarily forgotten. It's time to vote soon, and as we should and be participants all the time, those set aside in buildings to shield their hearts from us, or perhaps they need their hearts to work for each other to make things a better place? and to know is ours and theirs and they are us. And wouldn't it be nice? Well and well politics is a funny beast in this day and every day and age and our news is certain as it is in itself and now even embarked and injected simultaneously and when we look from our past and present we may report in our usual fashion as to provide all sides, and that has very likely skewed the news from even the BF Skinner days approach, as advertised they may say in small print with large images and a characteristically fake able timbre of inflection, an eye contact into a machinery that was designed for looks, and to be looked at, direct and directly although it comes in airwaves and not direct as person to person current and currently, current, and they're on the other side of town, dot. It's a funny time, to be a planet, again and again we may now say to it as discoverable, and making the best out of it is what we do, and do, well, well, and a falter, like the stenograph is noticed in ink on sidewalks, and on walls and buses and although cleared, is visible under each layer where it has been seen before, and even painted on with our minds and animated, as in that puddle again with the trapped avatar, or was she just, that she was seen in a light which warbled to a whim of anther she was trying to help, and luckily a cope was not thrown into the reflection to walk across. And, as with truth, like the random number collector from a computer system, the content which is driven off its generator is weighing and by the Creator whose mind may tire of a particular topic, or perhaps it is the listener who tires, or cares as much as the author gives to each present and presently electrically observable atomic lattice of creatureity, This has been AquaQ from the labs of Isle of Man and a continuation of continuity, as it were, and brought to you by the letter L, in a timely piece of time piece piecery of the kind that lays down, chips. The list goes on and this cerime punchy bit at the end is just the next bit's beginning. Well, it's 111. Menu table minutes of a past tense little side alley in the unspoken tangent which was a clubby club frequented with a pair of headphones in a mass in separation and a perception of separation until interrupted noisy silence and the visual is slightly painful in these moments to hold and tap about and that is how we cease for a brief fired second and time as materials here we go perhaps the editor would be now and in kind aqua 3 c3w
0: You're listening to House of Pride Radio. Take us to the disco. Take everyone and your mother. I can't take it anymore. I need to dance. Uh, We're listening to the Club Jumpers remix of
2: Trey's Get Me to the Disco. And I think we have um, uh, one half of the famous duel with us on Pride Radio. Dan, can you hear us?
0: Uh, Yes, I can. (laughs) Welcome. How are you today? I'm doing great. I mean, I I guess like everybody else, right, just being in quarantine, I guess this is a great song that Trey just uh – put out i mean it works perfectly what's going on right now
2: yes it does Yeah, very topical i would say uh when
0: you guys got the assignment what what did you uh what ingredients did you think that you needed to, to put into like this kind of a mix well you know i was you know i would talk to the artist and i would ask him you know ask them